Welcome to a podcast about something where each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting. I'm your host, Calvin, and joining me from a land far, far away, or a kingdom far, far away, maybe even, it's your co-host, Nick Richardson. You know, it's considered a kingdom, a kingdom of one. So, I mean, it's pretty sweet over here. Some people may call it, many people call it a kingdom. Others call it a castle. There's a lot of talking animals around here. Oh, there we go. I'm not sure if I'm a fan. Well, if you didn't read the title, we're giving out movie superlatives today to Disney animated movies. Hell yeah. Fucking Disney movies, dude. Yes. Not any live action bullshit. Not any halvesy bullshit where it's half animated, half real life. None of that. And and not Pixar or like Studio Ghibli or any of those other random things like Sony animated movies now technically are under the Disney brand. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking Disney animated classics some not so classics maybe we'll see uh but the the you guys know what we're talking about right i i i'm going to guess so because i think everybody's had even the most hardcore gangster in los angeles has seen a disney movie like but they had that aladdin vhs in the like the fucking clamshell thing everybody had it it doesn't matter hell yeah you i mean i tore that shit up well aladdin's like a a not a gangster paradise, like a, a gangster uh, messiah Jeez. almost. Yes. So, you know, you got to have that. I mean, fuck yeah. You got to show your crew, like, this is who we should be. <laughs> Prince of Thieves, vests. you know, that last, the, the third movie. You see this hat? It's hard as fuck. <laughs> All right, so, if you're new to the movie Superlatives because you saw Disney and you're like, oh shit, I want to listen to some people talk about Disney, but I don't know who these guys are. We give out made-up awards to different types of movies once a month. Again, this time we're doing Disney animation, and uh, they we can't give more than one award to more than one movie, and we can't give more than one movie more than one award. Does that make sense? I don't care. That's the way we say it. <laughs> Rewind and listen again. Yeah. No repeatsies. That's, that's the rule. That's about it, which can be tough. Yeah. It can be. Uh, luckily, there's a vast array of Disney animated films to choose from. Dude, there's a shitload. And shitload is another good way to say vast array. Yeah, seriously. It's a way more crass and, dare I say, elegant way of saying it. Also, if you happened to turn this on with your kids in the car because said, it said Disney and you were like, oh, that'll be fine. It's not. Turn it off. <laughs> They've already heard an F-bomb and a shit-bomb. I think I broke like yeah. three bombs. So, uh... Yeah, it's, it's not kid-friendly, but it was marked explicit, so you should know better. Yes. I agree. If you're a returning listener, you probably already knew that. Uh, we would not look at things through kid lenses. Having said that, we do have two Disney experts coming on later to give their own awards as well. Uh, they kind of just rapid-fire through them real quick. Um, that's a special segment uh, at the end of us giving our awards. So stay yeah. tuned for the Disney experts. It's going to be sweet. The awards we're giving out today. Best love story, best music, uh, best sidekick, best plot, overall overarching plot of the whole film, and the best villain. Yes. And uh, after, also, we do a thing, if you're new here, uh, we just started this, it's the, the movie Sucklatives. At the end, we give the worst versions of all these things, too. Which, I mean, a lot pretty of much every Disney movie kind of follows the same recipe, they all mostly, I'd say like 95% of them have villains, love stories, good, you know, music, yeah. 
a sidekick. They all have that kind of same. Yeah. Usually an animal said. sidekick, but not always necessarily. It. I mean, it can be either or. Sidekick's a yeah. sidekick, but they can be exactly. very useful. And so you got a lot to choose from, honestly. Yeah, I had like 30 movies listed. I want to say that I was trying to narrow down. But let's jump into it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, so the first award is the best love story. I think you go first. I think I go first. Okay. Yeah, you usually go first. Best go love forward. story. Hercules. 1997. Fucking love Isn't that, that just kind of like a savior complex? Thing? Like She only falls in love with him because he saved her from literal hell. No, she falls in love with him before that. Okay. All right, all right. Yes. I haven't actually, full disclosure, I haven't seen all of Hercules. I've seen most of it in various parts. I've tried to get my kids to watch it. They won't. Like, they, they can't sit. If a dude is the main character other than Aladdin, they won't sit and watch it. That's surprising. I feel like kids love Hercules. I think they really would if they stop. I need to do it for a movie. Every Friday we do a movie night, and, like, we all just sit and watch the movie, and we make popcorn and all that stuff. So I need to pick it for a movie night, and, and then they'll sit and watch. I've tried just, like, putting it on in the background. They couldn't give less of a shit about it well if you're someone like calvin's kids and don't know or and or calvin the, the entire plot of their love story it's pretty simple he does save megara is actually like her real name but she goes by meg from a centaur so i guess there's that um but she's revealed to be a servant of hades who rules hell for selling her soul to save a lover who left her and then that dude and the voice actor who plays James Hades Woods. turned out to be literal devil later yeah, in life. Yeah, a piece so, of shit. Yeah, worked I, out. Uh, fuck James Woods. He's yeah. – I watched a movie a couple weeks ago where he was in it, and I just thought it was really weird. Any given Sunday? Uh, No, he's like uh, – Family casino, guy? Casino, casino, casino. Yeah. He's yes, nice. he's – so James Woodsy in Casino. So he's hell, you know, leader of hell. It's, yeah, imagine that. It's worth watching just for his performance. It's pretty good. Um, and he holds her hostage, and in exchange for Meg's soul, he gives up, well, Hercules has to give up his powers for a day, and then Hades is like, yo, your girl has been working for me the whole time, and these things called Titans are going to come fuck the earth up. Another F bomb, sorry, Disney moms. And then It's too late now. Oh uh, yeah, I mean explicit bro. And then it, Hercules jumps into the river sticks and saves Meg's soul and would have been killed, but Hades or not Hades, but Zeus gave him his power back because he showed he was a true Shout kid. out Zeus. Yes. You saved not Number one, one but two people. Yeah. Uh also kind of a dick though. Yeah, I mean Zeus, Zeus is not a good dude, but I mean, he, did, he did one good thing. Kind of rapey borderline very rapey yeah. I don't even, not even borderline just like straight up rapist yeah that's a hard uh, line and he yeah. skipped across it like 4,000 times yeah pretty much if if there was a uh, goddess of some sort like he was banging her regardless if she wanted it or not like yeah I'm gonna fly in as an animal and we're gonna do it Medusa I got you so dude doggy style <laughs> don't have to look in your eyes <laughs> Calvin's All right. living in fucking 30-20. So, I went a little bit different way. As you pointed out, and as many people know, Disney is full of very problematic love stories. Yeah, especially Just, the earlier ones. Yeah, 
really like up to the 90s a lot of really a lot of problematic love stories uh so i went a little bit off the radar here pongo and perdita 101 dalmatians who the dogs yeah the dogs and, and the the adults too now you can throw them in there question yeah go ahead are all these other 99 dalmatians their puppies well see i'm gonna get into that because okay. that, that's part of their love story, I think. So it's, to me, of the early Disney classics, the Disney animated classics, 101 Dalmatians is the most straightforward. It's, you know, more or less a arranged marriage between Pongo and Purdy. But it's okay because they're just dogs in a human world. And they're not even, like, married. They're, they're, uh, their owners get married, and then they just live together. And you got a male dog and a female dog. They're going to they're gonna bone. Like, yeah. They're, like, you hey, give you a dog a bone, he's going to chew it, you know? you know uh so if this if if they were dogs in an all dog world then maybe it would be a little problematic also but you know breeding relationships between dogs they're not problematic as i said two dogs in the same place it's gonna happen i don't know man breeding there's a lot wrong with Peter might have a thing to say yeah i mean well fuck Peter, but uh i i just feel like this wins by being the least creepy love story of the early disney movies that's winning by default. Yeah, I you can't give it to Snow White like she's basically dead and dude comes and kisses her and Sleeping Beauty same thing. Cinderella, she meets one dude and all of a sudden all right let's go. I went to the ball with you and danced one time. Let's fuck. <laughs> yeah, not having that either. Thank God. Like, Pongo and Purdy, we should all aspire to be like them. That's fair. And so they actually seem to have some love for each other also and. They're very happy raising not only their own litter of children, but also dozens more orphaned puppies. Have you not seen 101 Dalmatian? You don't know what's going on here? It's been probably 22 years. Okay, so yeah. I I really feel bad for the, the two human owners, though, because, like, you got your two dogs. Great. Cool. They breed. They got, like, 15. Because they have a whole litter. I think they're about 15 or so in that litter uh they were going to try and sell all these puppies but then they decided against selling them because cruella Deville, the villain whose name is devil is evil and for some reason they couldn't figure that out beforehand not not sure what was going on there uh, but they, they renege on their deal last minute and are like all right she she sucks we're just gonna keep these puppies so they're cool there but then she steals them and puts them with these other fucking 80 or so puppies and they save all of those puppies and now they've got over a hundred fucking dogs no how do they pay for this like, yeah i have no idea can you imagine how much shit 101 dalmatians produce there's no fucking way i'm putting up with this uh-uh. no they would be i'm taking a little fucking army I'm, dude i'm keeping my 15 i'm taking the rest to the shelter let them find a, a better home that doesn't have a hundred fucking dogs in it yeah, right, dude. You better not drive within 30 miles of that shelter. They will fucking kill you for that. It's like, you bastard! I don't want any fucking... Not, not or like, you can't put an ad in the newspaper or something? Like, I, There's yeah. gotta be a better way. Yeah. Just want it. Good hold. A lot of dogs. Don't turn them into coats. Yes, please. That's super rude. And they might be kind of cool. I would donate them to firehouses around the country. There you go. Boom. Put in London. Do London does uh, London use... Dalmatians and their uh their firefighting. Well, I mean, they fucking better. 
I don't know. I'm not from London, and I'm not a firefighter, so. As an American consumer, they better. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Well, let's move on <laughs> to the next award, which is the best music. Now, this there's just so much good music. There's this so was much hard. good and music, and this dude. is our this was the focus of our Twitter poll. Um, so we'll get to that in a minute. But I go first here, and it's an easy answer. It's Aladdin. It is just banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. I could go on forever. Like, I could listen to this soundtrack all the time. Disney Tommy Re- T would be play- You know, he'd be listening to this soundtrack all the time. He should be. Uh, Disney re-released Aladdin from their vault in, like, 2004, 2005, whatever. I got it on DVD, and it was in my rotation uh, of movies that I fell asleep to. It was, like... Aladdin, Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, and Big Daddy. Those are my four rotation movies that I'd sleep to. I'd get like half an hour a night and pass out. Uh, so anyway, the the DVD it included the soundtrack with it. And some days I would listen to it while I was getting ready for school. And then I would walk around the halls singing the songs because I was graduating soon and just completely ran out of fucks to give about yeah. what any of these people around me thought about me. Yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm singing a whole new world. I don't fucking care that it's weird. You know, uh, there was that one, one cute little girl that was just like, you know, I think he's a nice guy. And you know what? Could have been a whole new world for you and me. Now there were <laughs> 70 fucking kids in my class. Everybody knew everybody there. There was nothing to be ashamed out of anyone. Man, I wish I had way too many people. I would have, I would have had like 400 people like this punk bitch is singing Aladdin. It, yeah, it would have been. I think if it was a bigger school, it would have been tough to get away with. But like, whatever. I, I admire that. Like story. I said, I completely ran out of fucks to give. Um, but let me just run down this list real quick of of just the songs that appear in the movies. We start with American uh, American Arabian Nights banger. Super uh, then we, good. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get to One Jump, probably the best song in the whole thing. Then you go into Friend Like Me by the inimitable Robin Williams. Uh, then you go to Prince Ali again, Genie coming in with a banger, and then you finish it off with a whole new world. Yeah, Top five I mean, song, are, love song of all time. Come on now. Those are pretty much five straight bangers. It, it goes five for five in movie songs. Doesn't miss a beat. Moving between the songs and the plot, like they all fit within the movie. Sometimes that doesn't happen well, and it's great. You know, I, and isn't it the actors actually singing this, or I'm? Maybe someone else is kind of singing it that sounds I very similar think to them. I so Robin Williams is, uh, Jasmine is. I don't believe Scott Wagner. Fun fact for you, the guy that plays Aladdin. I don't think he does his singing. Also, uh, DJ's boyfriend on Full House. Oh, but either yeah. way, the voice you know the voice acting is fantastic. Yes, voice acting is perfect. Very good but singing. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about here. We probably should have done a category on that. Maybe in the Pixar movie superlatives, we'll do a, a voice cast uh, superlative. So that would be yeah. a good one. That would be a good one. I I feel like the the Pixar movies go for more like top name actors. The the Disney animated ones, they they didn't throw a lot of huge billing actors in there. I mean, you got Robin Williams here, which obviously is, but other than that, you know, you were getting voice actors more so than. Uh, Real actors, actors, actors that were doing voice, yeah. Like recognizable voices. Right. Like, um, they, they gave Robin Williams like a Picasso or something, it, you know, on top of his contract because yeah. it was based off, I want to say, you know, the, the royalties from the movie or something like that. That's I don't know. 
but he he probably got paid an ass load of money. Oh, literal ass shit. load. Yeah. So I watched the uh, the live action Aladdin. Uh, came out in 2019. It didn't quite have the same charm. The the actors they were like gentle man. That movie was <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> it's fine. Here's the problem with it. the the performances were fine. The it's just that a better version already exists. So it it felt like we're listening to a bad cover band rather than reliving favorite moments from one of the, you know the greatest childhood soundtrack movie soundtracks. Um, I. I think it could have been great if the animated version didn't already exist, and this was the only thing we had, then people would have liked it better. Um, and then they added two mostly hollow songs, one from Jasmine, which is a eh, and then another uh, by Jafar, which is just plain bad. <laughs> um, and that's that's like the go-to plan for these live-action remakes, is uh, just throw in two random-ass songs. Beauty and the Beast has two new songs. Lion King has two new songs. I'm sure Mulan's going to have two new songs, and if that ever releases, it it's just the go-to there. Of like, we got to add two more songs. That'll bump us out to two hours, and it's like, we don't need a two-hour fucking kids' movie here. No, live-action kids' movie we've seen a hundred thousand times. Yeah, I've got a question, though. Uh, before we move on to your pick, this is very specific to one of the songs. I asked it on Twitter like a year and a half ago, and I never got a good answer. So I'm going to ask it here and hope either you have a good answer for me or like somebody reaches out on Twitter and, and tells a, tells me what to think. Um, so on a friend like me, Jeannie's singing, he mentions, have some of column A, try all of column B. Does that mean that you could technically write out a list of like just a bunch of shit you want and just say, Genie, I wish that you did everything I wrote on this list. And that's one wish? Like, does that count? Could you do that? All right, well, get at us on Twitter, because Nick doesn't have an answer either. Yes. I think you could. Yes, that's fair game. There's no rule again. You just can't kill anyone, you can't bring anybody back from the dead, and you can't make anyone fall in love. There's no rule about writing a big fucking list and saying, hey, wish boy, get on it. Yeah, wish, wish bitch. Get over here. All right. Let's hear yours, and then I've got a runner-up, but I don't want to announce my runner-up in case it's the one you give the award to. Mine will be easy and Because there's a close quick. second here. It's Tarzan. Oh! 1999's Tarzan. Pretty much the entire soundtrack was done by Phil Collins, who was still, like, the man at the time. Yeah. And it was a big time heart. for Phil Collins. Yeah. You'll be in my heart. That was a fucking banger as a kid. Love that movie. And I, I That's was... another one I haven't seen all of. So, like, Tarzan and Hercules came out right at the end of my Disney age. Right? They, I was, like, 10 to 12 years old when those came out. So I was like, eh, yeah, it looks good, but... I'm good. Fucking Three Ninjas is out. I better watch that instead. Right. I was six at the time. And I remember getting, like, all right. the fucking toys at McDonald's and special straws and all that stupid shit. And, yeah, Tarzan was the business i used to know every song like every fucking word i've long forgotten them but still i can watch that and enjoy it and the soundtrack is still a banger i you'll be in my heart i mean that played on the radio it's a very good song i don't know enough about the rest of the soundtrack to talk intelligently on its merits my runner-up was the lion king because the lion king has some great music I just feel like uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight and even like Circle of Life, they're, they're tough listens sometimes. Like You can't always get into them. You hear a song from the Aladdin soundtrack, and it's on. But like, yeah. Can You Feel the Love Tonight comes on, and you're like, all right, whatever. 
Hakuna Matata, very annoying oh, if you have to listen to it every other day with your kids in the car. I, yeah, I'm, I've listened to Baby Shark every day on the way to and from daycare, <laughs> so I imagine I've got a, I've got a terrible. playlist of like a hundred songs that are go between like Disney songs and just like these random ass YouTube songs that are just like kids songs, and we just anytime we're in the car, whole time, jamming. Yeah, jamming. Uh, so yeah, those are some good soundtracks, but. We got more on music, uh, because we did a poll, and it's just asked which Disney animated film has the best music. Uh, The options were Aladdin, Lion King, The Little Mermaid, or Other, and I am astonished at how little love The Little Mermaid got. The Little Mermaid's got a great set of music, too. Uh, I think it's it's a top fiver. Ooh, debatable. Well, see, I don't have Hercules and Tarzan to fall back on because I haven't seen those movies. Unbelievable, man! You haven't seen Tarzan? You've never, you never watched it? I told you I was like twelve when it came out. That's does, does, beyond I mean, your Disney years, bro. You used to watch Power Rangers. You can watch Tarzan. Well, that's true. A Power Rangers was different than Disney. They were kicking ass. That's true. That is true. They were doing karate. I like the idea of Tarzan. I just never went back and watched it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, it's alright. I'm highly offended. I'm triggered. So Aladdin got 31.9% of the vote. Lion King crushed it with 49.1, which I'm surprised because the Aladdin soundtrack is better than the Lion King soundtrack. I'm sorry. I I agree with that. Uh, Little Mermaid got 10.3. The Little Mermaid should have come in third here, but I feel like it should have been closer. <sighs> and other got 8.6% of the votes. So let's see what some of those were. Cooking with Grief podcast at Cooking with Grief. Uh, voted for Aladdin, but now I think I should have gone other with the Jungle Book. First of all, you voted right. You don't have to change it. All right, Aladdin's <laughs> the right answer. It has to my argument. The Jungle Book has two really good songs, right? You got Bare Necessities, and you've got I Want to Be Like You by King Louie. I couldn't name another song in that movie. No, I could only name Bare Necessities. Right. And I only thought, like, I... I Want to Be Like You doesn't spring to my head right when I think of it. I had to like sit there and think about what other songs are on there, and that was the only other one I could come up with. And They're really good songs. It just doesn't have the staying power. Like I don't know that I could listen to a 10-song album of that, of, mm. of those songs. Um, and he got a reply to that. Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique at Bitchin' Boutique. Uh, God, the original Jungle Book music still hits. I put one of my husband's Spotify playlists, and I'm not kidding. I Want to Be Like You came on, and we Baloo danced all over the kitchen. Again! I, I get what you're saying there. Just you gotta you gotta have more than two songs. Gotta have depth to your soundtrack. I mean, or Phil Collins. Or Phil Collins. Phil Collins replaces depth. <laughs> he is depth. Yeah. Uh, the blurred corner at blurred corner. Goofy movie. I'm with you, except again, well, see, Goofy movie's got a low key great soundtrack. You've got the two Powerline songs. You've got Out on the Open Road uh, by Goofy and Max. And there's like one more pretty decent song. But I couldn't it, say. it's not the best. Powerline songs jam, that. though. Yeah, I couldn't you say. Sh- you should watch a Goofy movie. I've seen it 20 years ago. You should watch it again. My, uh, my, fo- my four-year-old likes it, and we watch it sometimes, and it's always great. I'm ready for Arya to be that age, and then she'll actually... Just fucking put them on anyways. That's what we do. She will die for Word Party. That's her thing right now. <laughs> I tried to get my kids into Word Party. They never watched it. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. 
the loser podcast at loser underscore podcast one i'm gonna say lion king because it's more heartfelt in some occasions also intense than fun very good points but the heartfelt songs those bring me down a little bit i need to be bopping the whole time i mean it's a disney movie i'm trying to be happy yeah exactly a hint of fiction podcast at hint of fiction here you go hercules my man they got some good songs zero to hero it's it's a bopper uh, there's some bad Yeah, I I agree that like I said, I've seen parts of it and I like all the parts that I've seen. I've just never, you know, A to B on that thing or A to Z. I, f- I feel like we got homework now, man. I got movies that I gotta watch now. Yeah, there's a lot of movies out there. H H O H, a creepy podcast at H H O H podcast. I'm going to say Sleeping Beauty. I, I've got an issue with this. Uh, well. All right, it's not a very sing-along, but I love how timeless the music is and the story gets told without the use of singing. I love the sing-alongs, but I really love Sleeping Beauty. So one of our Disney experts, uh, I've already had those interviews, we've already gone through them, mentioned Sleeping Beauty uh, and kind of gets talked away from it. Here's my thing with Sleeping Beauty is she's got a great voice, but there aren't a lot of songs in that, just like this person pointed out. It's like three songs maybe if uh four yeah. maybe yeah uh, and Not and like the songs by aurora are good she's got a great voice but anything else that's going on doesn't song wise doesn't matter yeah right. uh shit show it was a shit show at it was a shit show depends on if you mean best score best songs or best overall music it's lion king in all three so i guess it doesn't p- depend um and yeah there's an argument for that we will not have that argument though no i mean it i don't disagree but i also don't agree because aladdin's better (laughs) i just have an overriding opinion so (laughs) exactly and it's it's my show and i get to talk more than this person does in their 240 characters so aladdin (laughs) wins uh cheers to comics podcast at cheers to comics gets another vote for jungle book which again give me more than two songs Maybe I gotta go back and rewatch Jungle Book. Or just I think I do too. Like it's 68 minutes long, though. There aren't that many songs. It's only six. That's fantastic. I don't know if it's only 68 minutes. It's not long. It's definitely less than 90 minutes. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I could, you know, sit on the toilet for that long if I could really try. <laughs> it's a good thing to establish when you have kids is the long toilet breaks. You do not come in here. <laughs> uh, Ghost Planet at Ghost Planet TV. Here you go. What about Tarzan? Tarzan, yo. Get a vote Same. for Tarzan. Again, not disagreeing, just haven't heard enough of it. Phil Collins. I'm just not agreeing. I'm not disagreeing, I'm not agreeing. This one's off the wall and bonkers. I can't even believe it's out here. Man About Life podcast, at Man About Life pod, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Has anybody even actually seen that movie? Come on now. I saw it and said, no thanks. I remember those toys at Burger King. Yeah, I didn't want those toys. No, me neither. I never, I've never seen that movie and don't feel like I want to. Uh, Claire at Eaton Texp. I feel like a traitor to Alan Merkin, but I went with Elton. My faves are in Little Mermaid, but Lion King is stronger overall. I'll give you that. I, I think that's a fair point. That's fair. Under the Sea is so good, though. Under the Sea. Yeah, that one. It is a pretty yeah yeah that the very same. that's the one sing the whole thing <laughs> no uh, not I'm going to. Just, I ain't singing shit 
Sorry, bring the, guys. Bring the Mio podcast at Bring the Mio. Aladdin is the best, 100%. Obviously, uh, we'd love a shout out. Give a little link to their podcast so you guys can check that out on our Twitter feed. They say we love to have a great time and tell our wild stories all while drinking Mio and vodka. There you go. Boom. Uh, it's Murder Up North at Murder Up North. Gotta love Elton John. Yeah. I mean, I so that. I think that's pulling here is like you go Tarzan, Phil Collins, and then you got Lion King, Elton John. Is who wins that battle? Who who would win a fight between those two? Probably Elton John, man. I think he Elton John's a lot of ass here, in Kingsman. He's pretty dope there. Well, not the actor. Come on. It's not the actors playing these people. That wasn't really Elton John. Well, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I think Elton John could take Phil Collins. Fuck yeah. Uh, the Boy Who Had Seven Talks comic books at The Boy Who Had Seven, Beauty and the Beast. Nope. One One good song. Uh, yeah yeah that's fair too be our guest that's it all the others are annoying trust me I've heard them a thousand times in my car be our guest is the only one worth listening to more than one time if someone ever gets a hold of your phone and just happens to look through your music they're gonna be like the fuck is up with this dude no I've got it on a separate like I got it on my work phone in just like one playlist I've got all 90 songs downloaded and they're just sitting there so I can plug that into the car only when my kids are in there and that's that's what we listen to using company property for well, personal see, matters it's <sighs> not because I'm not using the data plan I've got them stored on the actual phone so I'm actually saving them money by not oh, streaming the music you thought about this but it's just easier I don't have to worry about oh no the internet's out or we're in a bad spot just easier to have them there and I can put them in a separate place uh, we get dubbed podcast at we get dubbed. I voted Lion King, but don't sleep on Hercules. Hercules. I think I think we've had that conversation already. Not just for girls at NJFG podcast. Beauty and the Beast. Again, you're wrong. <laughs> the shit show. This is different than shit show earlier. This is the shit show. A half-assed true crime prog- podcast at the shit show. TCP. This was the hardest choice of my life. Over here sweating does not tell us what they actually picked. So, cool. Way to go. What the fuck? Near Death Dolls podcast at Near Death Dolls. Uh, just got picture Ursula from The Little Mermaid. So, I'm guessing that's a vote for Little Mermaid. Those are the two votes we got for Little Mermaid there. Nice. Uh, Matthew Lopez at Matthew 669691. Tarzan. There you go. Dude, I think same. that's just you. Three that's now. just like your burner account that you made so you could vote for Tarzan. <laughs> I was out here. I I just retweeted this actual t- poll tweet that he pulled put out right before we got on the air, and you know that's why I just had to make yep. it. I had to make it. Uh, gotta get your burner account on there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Karuko at Karuko TV Aristocats. Have you seen Aristocats? Not in a long time. This was one that was picked for movie night in my house a few uh, weeks ago. And there, there's one banger. The gif he's got here of everybody wants to be a cat. That's really good. I don't know that I can say anything else for the rest of the, the music in the movie, though. So how often would you say you watch Disney movies on movie night? 85% of the time. Ugh. I mean, I like Disney movies. We, we try and make it so we watch a new movie that we haven't seen like my wife and I maybe have seen it but if the kids haven't seen it before uh, but it's always animated for the most part my wife has tried to pick live action movies and they don't go over well 
They're fucking trash. They get bored about 15 minutes into them, so it, it never goes very far. Um, but yeah, D- Disney movies, especially with Disney Plus now, there there's a lot of Disney going on. Uh, and like my kids love Disney. We go to Disney World. They know all the princesses and all the people. So like they want to be engrossed in that. So that's where we go. But I mean, we've seen the Angry Birds movies. We watch Spies in Disguise with Will Smith and Tom Holland. That's a low key good movie. Um, you know, we we whatever animated movies out there, we we get involved. Haven't gone into the world of the Minions yet. Uh, nice. Which is good. Uh, but we did Madagascar, the whole Madagascar series, a couple weeks ago. Um, we're going to get into Shrek. I think my it's my wife's pick next week. She's going with Shrek, so that'll be good. Great. If, we, if I can get them into Shrek and have four consecutive weeks of Shrek movies, I'm good. That's fair. Yeah. So that's the Twitter poll. Uh, at APA something at alone underscore podcast. We usually do a poll every week before recording and give shout outs. So look at it vote comment we will give you a shout out thank you for everyone who participated this week 116 votes i don't think i said but that's pretty good that's awesome yeah we're moving on to the next award for best sidekick and you get to go first here best sidekick is from one of the best disney movies in my opinion one of the best sleeping beauty from Ah. big hero six it's a good pick Dude, he's the total package. He's super nice. He really is. Total badass. He's like your best friend, and he never argues with you, and he was free. So, he's I mean, super he's huggable. Like yes, yeah, seriously. I would sleep with that dude every... Sleep with that dude. I would sleep with that robot every night. That makes it better. It's a completely different <laughs> statement now. I would sleep uh, with that... I believe one of our Disney robot. experts chooses the same thing. What's that? I said, I believe one of our Disney experts uh, chooses the, the same choice. I, so you're in good company there. Very, very good choice. That armor, beyond cool. Uh, and he's like the embodiment of his, his older brother's soul, or the main character hero's soul. God damn it. He's the embodiment of his older brother's Hero's older soul. brother's soul. Yes, there you I go. I gotcha. Um, I knew what you were saying. And I mean, he's got a sweet mission initially, which is to just help people i thought that was really cool yeah and and to heal people and like yeah. that that's a good skill to have around so i th- i agreed with you that baymax is a total package but he's not quite the total package because my guy is actually the total package here yeah merlin from the sword in the stone Get the hell it's fuck fucking merlin out of here. this is easy dude he's I got magic rather have a fucking robot he turns war into like all kinds of animals so he can learn how to be a man by dealing with problems that only animals have to deal with and like boys in the real world don't necessarily deal with so have you seen sword in the stone also been about 20 years yeah have you read any of the like actual novelizations of the king arthur story no okay i have well i did the audiobook um and it's this is a bit different from King Arthur's Myths, which, like, I get it. If they made it a kid's movie instead of a... The, the book was, like, 53 hours. It's a set of five books. Jesus. For, yeah, over 53 hours or something like that. Uh, so Merlin, in the books, uh, I read the T.H. White, the Once and Future King series, uh, which is one of the more quintessential versions of the, the myths. Um Merlin turns Wart into all these animals more to learn how different species govern themselves and how those different governing styles affect their constituents because he knows that Wart is someday going to become king 
and is going to need to know how to be the best ruler he can be. So he, you know, he gets turned into a goose and sees how the geese rule themselves. He gets turned into a fish and see how the fish rule. Like they've got a king, but the geese are a democracy. He gets turned into a squirrel. He gets turned into a hawk who has like a rotating figurehead and uh, like it's it's all kinds of different stuff. It's kind of cool. It sounds um, pretty dope. Yeah, I really liked that as an adult, but I could see why making it into a kids movie that doesn't really translate the intricacies of different styles of government is going to really bog down this 74 minute children's movie i'd say so um i really like it because in adaptations of things like this like when you change something that significant one side is good and one side is trash right usually but in, in this case, I think both are interesting and compelling ways to tell the story of, you know, why Merlin was turning him into all these animals and how that helped him become a good king. Uh, so, like, I, th I thought it was really cool that both things work. Usually when you have such a dramatic change, both sides of it don't work. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate with Disney movies. Well, it, it, any movies, really. Any movies based on books that you're... If you, if you change something dramatic enough like either the book is really good or the movie is really good or like even that part of the book or the movie is significantly better than the other but i think in this case both make sense and both work within the narrative that they're trying to get still think baymax is better all right well you're wrong and <laughs> it doesn't matter i because i gotta go into this problem with merlin because this is another thing i just gotta get out there and hopefully somebody else who's read these stories and, and knows more about it than I do, maybe has studied them a lot more than like reading this book one time, can, can help me out with this. Uh, Merlin ages in a weird way. It, it's really an interesting storytelling device, but it gives me a total mindfuck anytime I think about it. And the, the movie dumbs it down, and they just kind of chalk it up to he can time travel, but it also kind of hints that there may be more. And so at least in the T.H. White novels that I read, uh, Merlin ages backwards, but super slow. Like, he also gets really old, but he, he's Benjamin Buttoning almost. Hmm. Eh, he's not Benjamin Buttoning, because Benjamin Button lived his life forward. He just aged backwards. Merlin lives his entire life backwards through time. So his tomorrow is our yesterday, and his yesterday is our tomorrow. So he can remember the future. This is how he knows... Arthur is eventually going to become king, but he can't remember what leads up to it because for him it hasn't happened yet because it's in his future but our past. Um, he just like kind of knows something important will happen and he's got to be in these certain places at certain times to make sure they happen. It's, it's very weird to try and think through in real time while you're either reading or watching it. And you just got to kind of let the story happen and then let your mind wander back to it afterwards and, and place everything in where it goes so if somebody could help me work through that without mind fucking me i would be super appreciated yeah please don't mind fuck me um anyway yeah uh if i'm looking for a sidekick i want merlin's magic his guidance helping me guide me through my childhood learning what it takes to be good he's got magic he already knows what happens in the future because he's been there like let me have it baymax doesn't know what happened in the future no, he doesn't, but, I mean, that's... I don't know if I want to know what happens. That's a lot of pressure. You don't have to know what happened. You just have to know if something bad's going to happen. And Merlin's kind of a prick, man. He doesn't no, really that's true. fucking help anybody else out. He's like, you got to be king, buddy. 
do all this shit. I'll help you out occasionally. Sometimes he just leaves for long stretches of time. Super too. long stretches of time. And he just he's... fucking jets off to Bermuda in this movie. He's Bermuda not... doesn't even exist yet. Communication's very poor. Baymax is where it's at. All right. Yeah. We'll see. All right, let's oh, move on to best plot before you get me further and further away from Merlin. I just wanted to talk about the sword and the stone, really, so I had to throw it in there somewhere. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, best plot. Another one off the wall here. Emperor's New Groove. Ooh, that was one of my runner-ups. Very underrated. Does not get the respect it deserves. It's hilarious. It's entertaining. And it has one of those classic plots that holds up through generations. Uh, you got a great voice cast. And it's honestly almost a perfect movie. Um, I really think David Spade should have tried to stick with more voice work. I oh, think super. it's yeah, really definitely. in his wheelhouse, especially after Chris Farley died and he didn't have him to play off anymore. Like, do this. He was really good at this. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was really bad in his solo movies. Well, I mean, he's ter- he's not a good actor. He's just not. He was really good at playing off of Chris Farley, though. I think any I think a paper bag would have been good at playing off Chris Farley. Potentially. Uh, so you get the classic story of jerk ruler brought back down to earth a little bit after he suffers some financial or structural loss. In this case, he's turned into a llama and thrust upon an unknowing peasant who he just kind of shat all over when he asked for something. And the ruler has to learn how to be good through his time spent with this loss. Um, I liked the turning him into a llama. That's a good wrinkle rather than just being like, okay, he's poor for a little bit or uh, he lost uh, he's not the emperor for several months for whatever reason. Like I like that they turned him into a llama. That that's a cool thing. It's very out there. Yeah, it's different. It's it's you're telling the same story but you did it in a different way. That that's fun. Unique. Yeah. You get John Goodman and David Spade. Uh, they're perfect together in the, just basically what turns into a buddy road trip movie for half of it. Almost in the vein of Dumb and Dumber and Tommy Boy. And I love a good road trip movie. So give me that all day. All day. And then in the end, it all works out. You know, Kuzco learns that the peasants are important to his power structure and that he needs them as much as they need him, and he becomes a much more benevolent ruler. Yeah, that's a pretty good plot. Let's not sleep on Yzma and Kronk for uh, low-key great villains, too. But they, we're not they, there Kronk, yet. He was hilarious, too. Kronk is great. He is fucking great. Even in that in the bad straight-to-DVD spinoff, uh, Kronk's New Groove, the movie's not good, but he's really funny in it still. I've actually never seen that. Is it worth watching? Yeah, uh, it's worth it. So here's here's what you do. When a year or so, when your kid is more aware of things going on, watch Emperor's New Groove. If she likes it, then watch Kronk's New Groove. Don't waste your own time on it. Do it as a something to do. Like That way, at least you're spending Together. time with your kid, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think I watched it in the background or something. I don't remember when I watched it, but I, that's what it was. I had a girlfriend who was like, no, it's really good. I'm like, all right, whatever. And th- th- it was on, we'll say. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the movie was on, and I heard some cronk jokes. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm into this. This is yeah, tight. Fine. <laughs> and you, girl, get out. No, she sucked. She's awful. <laughs> all right, best plot, Nick. I'm... One of my all-time favorite movies as well, well, Disney movies, Mulan. I'm just going to get nice. right into it. 1998, bro. It was a great Another one year. I haven't really the seen. Ni- the 90s. What? 
Now you're just fucking yeah. with me. Aren't no, you? I haven't seen it. Oh my god, dude! You gotta fucking watch Mulan. You can't. You have to watch the anime version before you well, see this real I, life. I don't know that I'll. I don't know that I'll watch either of them. But whatever. Dude, the animated version's fantastic. Young lady. Uh, I mean, her father's conscripted to war. I mean, it's the Chinese versus the Mongolians, basically. And uh, he's too old to fight, so she cuts her hair off and dresses like a man, enlists in the military, and becomes a make fucking a man badass. Out of yes. you! Exactly. It's still got a pretty good soundtrack. Loki got some bangers. It's got some good songs. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some fucking bangers. And uh, she ends up winning in the end, which I always thought was. Plus, really got Eddie cool. Murphy in there leading to Donkey. Fuck that shit. Yes, um, he's okay. He's all right. He he but... needed to get Mushu out of the way to become Donkey. I th- I think you're right. I think I he think couldn't have been a good Donkey up. if Mushu didn't exist first. That's true. And I mean, this movie certainly gave him a good structure. I thought the plot was strong. It was straightforward. It didn't really stray too far. It gave you someone to care about and then expanded that circle of trust, Fokker, um, to we're several in the, the trust other people. Tree. Yes. Uh, but you ended up caring about all the characters, basically, by the end of it. And, yeah. I mean, it was, it was dope. It ended in a sweet-ass climactic battle. And there's a lot of fireworks and all that good stuff, and there you go. Nice. We're on to the final category. Final. Before we get to our Disney experts, it is the best villain. You go first. This one was so easy, it wasn't even funny. Well, actually, it's not true. I debated this with my wife for a bit, but in the back of my mind, I always knew. It's Scar from Lion King. It is Scar. It's, a, it's fucking Scar. I've got a lot of points here, but you go with yours first. Basically, he was like the first villain that I can really remember, and I had a little brother, and it it was just weird, you know. You think about that movie, it's like you can't even kill your brother. How do you kill your brother, man? This is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Especially in such a, a dick. shitty, shitty way. And at the same time, that was a total power move. He ended up ruling for however long it takes Simba to grow up. I mean, do you have any idea? Uh, six months? I don't know. Lions age differently than humans. I'd say at least like a year or two. Yeah, before maybe. he becomes like a legitimate threat to Scar. I mean, he turned the whole Prylands into a wasteland, so that's got to take some time. Yeah, we'll be generous. Two to five years, because I know. I mean, lions I think live for like twenty-five years or something like that to become a real, pl- you know, a prime male so he gets time to rule i just feel like Simba wouldn't have grown that large eating only bugs for two to five years exactly he ate simone and timon simone you're back on last week's episode yes i now to be fair i was listening i i when i edited that i didn't say sydney that many times i said like three times that is too many times it is but i i thought i was saying it for like the whole fucking episode i had only said it for like the past 10 minutes before i caught myself I felt like such a dick. I was no. talking to my, I was talking to my buddy. I was like, you know, I, I was kind of a cocksucker the, the other night. I felt pretty bad. Uh, don't feel bad like, about correcting me if I'm legitimately wrong, or if I'm not. I don't really care. You're not going to hurt I my just, feelings. You're talking like, to the guy who would walk around school singing the Aladdin soundtrack. So like, I'm okay. The cojones on this guy. Yeah. So I think we agree, Scar. I mean, yeah. he. 
and he took such like joy and he Absolutely. loved throwing his brother down into the stampede. I didn't ca- think he cared that much about becoming a ruler. He just wanted Mufasa the fuck out of there, right? Mufasa. And I mean, what kind of bitch ass name is Scar when your brother's name is Mufasa? I huh. think I read somewhere that they started that that Scar was a nickname after he got his famous eye scar, but his real name, so like all of the the characters are named Swahili words for something, like Simba is king or Mufasa is king, one of those. Um, they're they're all Swahili for for something relating to their their characterization. Scar's Swahili name was like garbage or something like that. <laughs> like his parent, the name his parents gave him was garbage, and then later they started calling him Scar. Yeah, that's pretty bogus. Yeah, Mufasa, king and trash, and his garbage brother. So yeah, um, stick with me here for a minute, cause I. I didn't know you would pick him, but like he's the obvious choice. Oh, he's I need to get obvious. my thoughts out, though, because they're important. He's one of the truly terrifying villains in Disney animated movies, as you pointed out, without becoming too cartoony. Like, uh, So The Princess and the Frog is a pretty good movie with a pretty good villain in Dr. Facilier, but he goes too deep into the voodoo, cartoony style thing. But like, Scooby-Doo realm. Right. You get Scar... Ursula, Maleficent, the weird demon thing in Fantasia, like those are the truly just terrifying throughout the whole movie villains. Yeah, 100%. Uh, There may be a couple more, but really, I don't know. Uh, So he straight up murders his brother, and just heavy brackets here, attempts to have his nephew murdered as well, so he can take over as king. Um, Very, very Let's underline attempts, because that was not a very good attempt on his nephew's life. Uh, he succeeds in this. Could have just been like, all right, now I'm just going to be a good person, slash lion. But instead, he just c- continues to fuck everyone over. He's terrible at ruling. So he's he's a scary person, because he'll just murder whoever he wants. And then he's a legitimately bad ruler. Um, it's so much so that the pride lens more or less are destroyed, and there's no food or water within any reasonable distance. Um, not only for the lions, but just all of the fucking animals on the savannah. Even hyenas can't find any food, and they're dog vultures. They eat garbage. Yeah, they, they eat garbage. That That's why they name Scar Garbage, right? Uh, so, just in summation here, Scar, genuinely scary, trying to usurp the throne. Don't forget the whole Nazi tribute, be prepared, song and dance. Like, you can't put that in the back of your mind, because that's a just a, a great... <sighs> It's a great, what's the word I'm looking for? Representation of who he wants to be and who he is. And and the portrayal of that song and what the hyenas are doing matches perfectly with what Scar eventually becomes. Um, and then he's such a bad r- ruler that it's incredibly scary to be under his rule because you lose out on your basic freedoms and ways of life. Or ways of life. Scar, more or less, is Donald Trump in 2020. Shots fired. I mean, am I wrong, though? No, you're not wrong. You're, in fact, very right. Uh, as soon as you started talking, I'm like, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. So here's the real question here. Would Scar's pandemic plan be better or worse than Donald Trump's? Well, if you destroy the land, then it, there's no people that live there. No one will get tested. There's no fucking positives. There you go. If nobody has any food, then nobody's really hungry. 
they'll never go to the doctor because they'll be dead. Exactly. <laughs> if you all starve to death, then you can't get sick. There you <laughs> I strongly encourage the circle of life. One of you listening. Yeah. Let the strong survive. <laughs> but uh, watch the interview between him and Chris Wallace, or listen to it in any way, shape, or form you can. It is He's extremely. A it's very informative. Please watch it. And then somebody with better technical uh, video skills than us take the video from that and just put Scar in that chair. Yo, just superimpose Scar over Donald Trump. You don't have to change any of the answers. Anything. Just leave the Donald Trump voice. I just want to see Scar sitting in the chair. And I will send you tens of dollars. I'll send you threes of dollars. Threes of dollars. Listen to this cheap bastard. <laughs> Oh well, you're sending God. tens. I can't compete with that. It's a lot more than threes, bro. All right, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our Disney experts. Uh, great opinions coming at you. Like I said, I did these interviews before. Stay tuned. Uh, next 10 to 12 minutes, straight up Disney experts. We'll be back. Hello, Emily. Hi. Thank you for joining us. How's You're welcome. Going? Well, I just tried a minute ago. Oh, but you're okay now? Yeah. We're going to talk Disney movies? Yeah. Do you like Disney movies? Yeah. Do we watch <laughs> Disney movies a lot? Well, I'll raise my hands and see if I raise two hands or one okay. hand. Oh, two hands way up. Yeah. That means you love Disney movies. Mm-hmm. So, we are giving out awards to different Disney movies today. Okay. Do you want to give some awards? What is that? Like, uh, we're trying to see what the best things about different Disney movies are. Yeah. So, you can't give more than one award to... You can't give the same movie more than one award. So, okay. if you pick The Little Mermaid for one award, that's the only one you can give it, okay? Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. The first award, you just say what movie you think is best, and then um, you tell us why. Okay. So, the first award is for Best Love Story. Which Disney movie has the best love story? Lion King, because at the end, they love each other and fall in love and all that kind of stuff. For Simba and Nala? Yeah. That's pretty good, yeah. And they rule the Pride Lands, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one is the best music. Which movie has the best music? It's hard, but... Lots of good music, huh? I think Aurora. Sleeping Beauty has the best yeah. music? Are you, are you saying Aurora has the best, like, singing voice, or you like all of the music in Sleeping Beauty better than all the other movies? I like only Aurora's voice. So, like, if uh, Maleficent sang, right. I wouldn't really like it. So you think Aurora's the best singer? Yeah. Okay, but which movie has the most okay. good songs? Pretty much... Aladdin. Aladdin? I agree. I like Aladdin songs. Yeah. That's a good pick. Like a whole new whole world. world. That, that's my favorite. This. Yeah. And the genie song is really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Prince Ali's song is really good. Yeah. Jafar doesn't sing any songs. Well, that's good. Except in the, the real people Aladdin, Jafar sang a song. Yeah. That? Do you like the real people Aladdin or the cartoon Aladdin better? Cartoon. Me too. Me too. Okay. The next award is for best sidekick. So that's like a friend or a helper, not the main person in the movie. Okay. I think 
a boo because he's silly. Well, you already gave Aladdin the best music, so oh, you gotta yeah. pick a different movie. But a boo is a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Who's the sidekick in Little Mermaid? <laughs> Who's her best friend and helper? Oh, um, uh, Flounder's the best one because he's funny and helpful. Yes, he is. He always helps Ariel get through her problems, right? Yeah. And he's a good friend. Okay, so which movie has the best story? Like, which story do you like watching best? Do you mean, like, um, when they start out with Butch and then... No, um, so, like, the story of the movie. So, like, what movie do you like the things that happen best? Uh, Ariel. Little Mermaid. Little yeah. Mermaid. Because she gets legs, and then she can't talk. Which is bad, but... Yeah. She still did to see Prince Eric. Yeah. You like Prince Eric, too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he's the best boy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that's not one of our awards, but that's a good one. Yeah. He's the best boy, Prince Eric. Not Aladdin? Mm. Well, the best boy in Ariel. Oh, not King Triton. He's scary, huh? Yeah, kind of. Okay, the last one is the best villain. Mm, that's, this is a hard mm. one. <laughs> I say... Or you could say, like, scariest villain, maybe. Yeah. Because none of them are good. Yeah. Like, which one's the worst is? Yeah. Ursula. You picked all Oh, wait. Women. Yep. Yeah. Maleficent. Yeah. She's pretty scary. She turned into a dragon. And I already picked the best songs with her. No, you didn't. Because yes, you did. switched it to Aladdin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Maleficent? Yeah. She can turn into a dragon. That's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did... You didn't pick Frozen for any. Oh, yeah. What do you like best about Frozen? I liked that... Also finds that... She can really, like... Unfraise the whole world. Yeah. Because of true love for her sister, yeah. right? It's about sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good story. Plus, I have a sister. Yeah, you do. She's she's coming up next, Cameron. Which you're her dad. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, and you didn't mention Tangled at all. That's another one. Oh, yeah. What we haven't you, watched Tangled. No, we haven't. Then. What do you like best about Tangled? That Slim Rider's funny, and that's not, that's, I don't even say it, but. The Snuddly, Dudley, whatever it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, they're funny. Yeah, all the bad guys at the Snuggly mm -hmm. Duckling. They sing that funny song. Yeah. I like that part, too. I don't know why. They turn out bad guys, and then they once they like sing the song and stuff, mm -hmm. they turn into good guys. Yeah. So, we haven't been to Mickey's house for a while, Disney World. Yeah. But what's your favorite part of Disney World? That uh, meeting the princesses. Meeting the princesses. Okay. What's your and I'm sure we're not going to see Mulan because uh, she was a real person and she's old and she probably died. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what's your favorite ride? Teacups. Teacups? Wait, no. 
the jasmine, right? The magic oh, carpet. Oh, yeah, with the magic carpet where the camel sits. <laughs> yeah. You'll, uh, you'll have to be aware. You might want to put on your, might want to bring your bathing suit if yeah. you're going there. <laughs> that camel will spit right on yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Emily, for having this conversation with me and telling us what you think the best parts of Disney movies are. Yeah. Do you have anything to say before you go? No. Okay. Just my name's Emily. <laughs> All right. See you later. Hello, Cameron. How are you today? Good. Good. What are you up to? Playing. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about Disney movies? No. Yes. Well, that's why you're here. Yes. Oh, good. Do you like Disney movies? No. Oh. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. So we are going to give out five awards to five different Disney movies. Can you count to five? One, one, two, three, four, five. Yes. How old are you? Three. Three. But almost four. No, I'm I'm almost five. What? I don't think so. All right. So, let's start with which Disney movie has the best love story? Frozen. Frozen two, right? Who's who's in love in Frozen two? Kristoff. Kristoff and who? Elsa. What? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. Anna. Sven. And Sven. What song does Kristoff sing that you like? Lost in the World. Lost in the World. Okay. So, speaking of music, which Disney movie has the best music? Milwaukee. That's my welcome. You're welcome from Moana, right? No. (laughs) Yes. You like your welcome, right? You like when Maui dances? The next question is, who is your favorite sidekick or helper in a Disney movie? Baymax. Baymax from Big Hero 6? Why do you like him? Because he's a... Because he's squishy. <laughs> yeah, he's like a big squishy, right? Yeah. Okay. So the next question is... What Disney movie has the best story? Which movie do you like the best? Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. You like Lilo and Stitch? Why do you like Stitch so much? Because he eats stuff. He eats stuff? I mean, he messes around. Yeah, he messes around a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. That's silly. All right. Last question. Who is the best bad guy? Gaston. Gaston? You like Gaston? Mm-hmm. Because he sings a silly song. Yeah. Yeah. And. I like what I'm doing. Yeah, you're being silly. <laughs> we like to go to Disney World, right? Mickey's house. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do at Mickey's house? Playing the sandbox. Playing the sandbox. What's your favorite ride? Thank you, because I like to go fast in the bunch. Yeah, and it goes, right? No, like this. And when he starts having fire, we go super duper fast. Yeah. Do you miss going to Mickey's house? 
Yeah. We'll go back soon. Well, once the sickness is gone, right? Yeah, we don't want to say soon. Yeah, we don't know when that's going to be. Okay. Well, thank you, Cameron, for answering our questions. You did a great job. Is there some more? Nope, that's all of them. Do you have anything to say to the listeners? You can say whatever you want. Poopy back. And we're back. We thank you to the Disney experts for joining us. If uh, you didn't catch it, those are my kids. Uh, they watch a lot of Disney movies and know everything about Disney and Disney princesses and Disney World. So that's why they're experts. There you go. I mean, they're of the age group to be an expert. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't trust anybody's opinion more than I trust the two of theirs. <laughs> We've already seen how bad Nick's opinions are throughout this. And Whoa, all of you people bro. who voted Jungle Book on the Twitter poll, these kids, they got it right. Callan's, got, Callan's a fucking hater out here. Oh, no, not God. really. I actually liked her opinions. They were, they were all good points. No. But not as good as mine. <laughs> I was waiting for it, man. I was fucking waiting for it. So, let's... We got a couple more things. Got to get to our succulatives. And uh, then we will be done. Uh, first... You can't have a Disney movie without a damsel in distress, without a Disney princess. So let's talk about some of the best Disney princesses. Hit me. Uh, I, I wanted to break this into two subcategories. As like a personal love interest, like who would you want to go out with? What do you got? This one was a little weird. I had to ask my wife about this one, and she's like... Oh, all right, let, let's, let's pretend they're all of age. And I let's pretend we're the same age as them. How there about we go. that? Yeah. Um, Everybody's I 20 said, years old in this situation. I said Rapunzel from okay. Tangled, 2010. Um, she's very creative, adventurous, can sing, and has dope hair. I mean, I wrote on my notes, I'm like, imagine everything you could do you could with all your hair. With it. I mean, you could do fucking anything. And it, also, she could bring you back to life, maybe. Tangled's a really good movie. Consistent. Yeah, it is a very good movie. I was upset that I, I couldn't give it any awards. Like, it's it's really good. It's just not the best at anything. No, this is where I had to slide it in because yeah. I think they're the best love interest that I would be like, you know, you're pretty tight. Let's hang out. I agree. Uh, but for me, it was Jasmine. Super easy. Uh, she's kind, caring. Uh, she's very uh, charitable. She likes giving to people, <laughs> giving of herself. Um, she wants to experience life, not be told what to do. Um, she's probably the hottest Disney princess. Yes? No? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go with yes. I mean, that hair, dude. The, the hair is good or bad? Oh, Rapunzel's oh, hair. About, yes. I should have been more specific. Like a real hairy woman, don't you, Nick? Yeah, I love it. Ugh, it's the best. Alright, so I apologize to women everywhere with the way this next part is going to be phrased because I couldn't think of a better way to phrase it, but best Disney character or Disney princess as a plot device. It's a protagonist. Protagonist, yeah, but also like with within characterization within her story, I guess would be a good way to put it. Because all the princesses, like Jasmine's not the protagonist of Aladdin. She's like half of the protagonist, or like a third. Okay. Like her, Aladdin, and Genie. Sure. What's your answer, though? Elsa. Ugh. 
or wrong. I don't even care. <laughs> you are so. Fuck, I hate. I'm not a fan. I think I have something on them I later. I, I, they're I in my succulents. Go ahead. Go ahead with Elsa, but she'll come back in my succulents. Don't worry. No, that's all I got to say. Just Elsa. That's it. Really? Yes. She moves that have entire block. Have you seen board. Frozen? Well, yes, she does. 100%. And technically, she's not a princess. She's a queen, so. Technically, you're wrong. So here's where I had my epiphany the other day. It's Ariel in The Little Mermaid. And here's why. Really? Her, her goal, it's simple and misguided, but she's actually incredibly complex within it. She's willing to give up the thing that makes her special in her world, her singing voice. Uh, they did a whole straight-to-video movie about how great she is at singing and how singing was outlawed in Atlanta, in Atlantis or wherever the fuck it is they live. Um, so, yeah, Dis- again, Disney Plus has just led to my kids picking all of these movies that otherwise we would have never seen uh, for movie night because they exist on Disney Plus. All these straight-to-DVD sequels, we're in on them. Yeah, I saw that strip on there that's just like, this too, you know, yeah. <laughs> too. Uh, so she gives all this up just to experience something different, to go somewhere else to learn something new. She wants more out of her world, and she wants to learn and discover what else is out there, kind of like Jasmine. Um, she leaves easy life behind, being the seventh daughter of a king, where she basically has to do nothing her whole life except show up and sing a song every once in a while. Not that difficult of a life. Um, but that's not enough for her. She she wants more. She sings a whole fucking song about it. Uh, she just wants to see something new and different. A lot of Disney princesses, they just happen to get stuck in the plot, and it happens to them. Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, all just literally plot devices. They're just there for the plot to happen to them. Um, even Rapunzel, to an extent, Frozen, to an extent, I would say the same thing. Ariel actively forces the plot to happen in a way that no one else does you know that's when you put it that way that's that's acceptable i've got your point of view oh i've got more i've got pages yeah i really do she's she's got this agency over her own decision and you know she doesn't actually know prince eric and probably shouldn't be in love with him she gets to choose it all she gets to sign that contract and say this is what she wants to do. Even after her voice is taken, she could just give up and be like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. But she fights to get her voice back. She fights to get her man. Honestly, Ariel's fucking impressive. She's a fighter, yo. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they get hung up on the fact that she did everything because she was in love with someone she never actually met or spoke to. I don't think that's completely why she made the decision. It was part of it. But again, she sings this whole song about how she wants to experience something new and different and she's tired of being stuck in her life. Saving Eric was just the catalyst for this much larger decision and it ended up working out for them, which is nice, but it's not necessary to her empowerment. Mm. You're on point with this, man. She doesn't really need to are. fall in love with Eric for her story to be complete. She she could have fought er- Ursula. She just wanted to be on land and do something new. She should be held up as a feminist icon, not a cautionary tale about falling in love with the first dude you meet. If anyone should be the relationship pariah here, it's Prince Eric. Like, fuck this guy. Falls in love with somebody who saved his life because she saved his life, despite not actually seeing her or speaking to her. Like, he heard her voice, and then he almost married Ursula in disguise because her voice sounded the same, even though Ariel looked like the person who saved him. And he actually spent some time with Ariel getting to know her, but then Ursula shows up with the same voice and he's like, all right, fuck it, whatever. 
it's her, Your not you. Is so tight. Let's get married. Yeah, he he needs to take a break from dating for a little bit. Just take a long, hard look in the mirror. You know, I'd be okay with a straight to streaming spinoff of Prince Eric. Just taking some time finding himself. Let's get a finding yourself time. journey. You know, he's got to figure out how to truly love himself before he can marry Ariel. Like, give me that movie. Don't give me that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> My kids would eat that shit up. <laughs> like fucking cereal, dog. All right. So, what's your favorite Disney animated movie? I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this, and I'm. I'm not gonna give, give you shit fuck. unless it's Atlantis. I'm not gonna give you any shit. Bro, it's fucking Atlantis, The Lost Empire. That is my favorite Disney movie. I've never actually seen it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it doesn't even seem like it's interesting in any way. It's not. It's a terrible <laughs> movie, but it's my favorite Disney animation movie. I'm okay I with fucking, that. I still know a shit ton of lot. Like, piece of cake, piece of crumb cake. Is I that the one with Michael least... J. Fox or was that uh, Titan yes, A or whatever? Okay, That's Michael Atlantis. J. Fox. Yeah. He is Milo, the Atlantis expert. And then the fact that Atlantis is real, you know, I thought that was super That's cool. cool. The toy line was super cool. The vehicles and all I'll that agree was with super that. cool. We play uh, this old PlayStation 2 Disney trivia game, uh, Buzz Trivia. And so we'll play it. It's got these little buzzers and everything. It's pretty cool. Uh, so we play that every once in a while, and, and they'll throw, like, these Atlantis questions or, like, Chicken Little questions at us all the time. And we're like, I don't know what the fuck any of this is. And we just guess on them. Reset. It's always really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, not a good movie. The writing is terrible. But the cast... Like, the, the characters are fantastic. I love them all. They're super unique. And Atlantis. Even back then, I always loved that thought. I like that the thought of Atlantis. Sense. Yeah, no, no I, I, I get what you're saying. I like the thought of that. And that... So, this is going to be a tough look on me, but I've been on record with this before. That's one of the things I like about The Phantom Menace, is that trip into the Gungan world under the sea is kind of like that Lost World Atlantis feeling. And it's super cool and really well built and looks beautiful on screen. Now, the Gungans, we've got issues, you know, they've got their own issues, but going into that world is one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's that and pod racing. And Duel of the Fates, but obviously. Oh, yeah, I mean, my bad. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. So mine is Aladdin. Uh, if you haven't gotten that from anything I've said so far, it's obvious. Uh, it's a perfect soundtrack, great casting, fun plot, fun characters, good, not great villain, good use of magic, uh, really has everything you could want in a movie, animated or not. Like, I, I am here for Aladdin. You really are. This is your third Aladdin pick. Yeah. I go on Aladdin. Well, see, in the extra categories, we can pick whatever the fuck we want. We don't have to follow the rules anymore. There you have it. And I, His excuse. I mean, I think we're probably on the same page here, but what types of Disney movies do you like best? Because we fantasy. got fantasy adventure. Yep, that fantasy adventure. Good, good That's dose of humor, of like real, actual humor. Yes, a love story. I don't mind. They if they add to the story, fantastic. Yeah, like it's it's fine. It's not necessary. Um, you know, Aladdin right in the wheelhouse there. Uh, hits all those boxes. Sword in the Stone, Tangled. We talked about hit checks all those boxes of fantasy and adventure. Uh, Brother Bear is if you haven't seen that, that is a good somewhat underrated, uh, underrated and interesting movie Emperor's New Groove, another one there Sleeping Beauty, that's actually grown on me a little bit since rewatching with the with the girls it wasn't cool when I was a kid just because like it got roped in with all the typical princess movies but it's really not that at all it's a little more rapey well, 
I mean, yeah, that part's still there. But you got a, a villain that turns into a dragon. A prince fights the dragon. Uh, you got fairies with their magic. Like, there's there's some cool shit that goes on in there. It's intense for. Yeah. I mean, was it like 1959? I think. Yeah. Was that just... was the other problem with it when I was a kid. Is I was legitimately scared when Maleficent turned into the dragon. For real. It's a scary fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. And so, did you ever read the story? This was, I want to say, like two years ago at Disney World. They do this parade, right? And they've got this big metal dragon that was Maleficent when she turned into the dragon. And it would breathe fire. One day, like two years ago, the whole fucking thing caught on fire. Like, its head caught on fire, oh, and they had shit. to shut the parade down and everything. It was like a day after we were there watching that parade. No we were, we were still at Disney World. We were at one of the other parks, and, like, yeah. Oof. That's we're like, oh, shit, look what happened today at the other park. Good thing we were at Animal Kingdom today. Hell yeah. And let's not forget about a goofy movie. Really great songs. Really great adventure. Father-son narrative. Good stuff there. Super fun. You should watch Goofy Movie again. I will I will actually do that. Now for the moment everyone's one's been waiting for, it's the movie Suckletives. Yes. And we go through these a lot quicker than we go through the superlatives because we don't want to talk about sucky things that long. We've, yeah, I mean, we've kind of dropped tidbits throughout. And sucky things, they're pretty obvious when they're they, sucky. They really I mean, are. And yeah, they're, yeah they're, you'll, you'll understand why. Uh, worst love story, what do you got? I got Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Because, like Fair. I've said probably four times, kind of fucking rapey. I mean, meets her once in love, goes out of his way for someone. I mean, they sang a song just, together at the very least. Well, I mean, they just met in the fucking woods, which is creepy. Let me just say that. True. And she is sleeping, and is to have this guy age until he's old as shit, and then come back to this young woman whose entire life has passed her by, and then they're, like, stuck together, I guess, and has to be kissed by this dude? She Did she met once? Or else she's just asleep? To be for, fair, you know. she's never met any other person. So... Either what that makes it even worse, <laughs> I suppose. But that, yeah, that's that's a. I'm not defending Sleeping Beauty's love story here. Uh, I went with Beauty and the Beast again in a sea of problematic love stories in the early Disney movies. This one, to me, stands out above all of them. You know, it's a million times. It's been said a million times. It's really just Stockholm Syndrome, the movie, yeah. and it's super problematic. Yeah, I mean, it's still a cute love story. Tale as old as time, apparently. Tale Boy, as old as time. monster kidnaps girl. Girl sympathizes with monster. Monster turns into hot dude. They get married. Tale as old as time. Heard it a million times. It's like you're we're getting a divorce. Your dick is way smaller than <laughs> I thought. I need the monster dick back. Come on. Yeah. Where's that witch? Change him back. All right. Worst music. Uh, uh Peter Pan for me. I can't actively remember any songs from Peter Pan and the ones that I can remember are actively problematic there's like the one about the Indians and yeah there's there's and like runaway kids maybe or maybe not dying it, there's a there's a whole slew of things that we don't need to touch in the Peter Pan's uh, soundtrack for real because it's Peter Pan I don't like that movie it creeps me out too I'm okay with Peter Pan I just the music's not good fair enough did you have something different I did. I had Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. She has a terrible voice. <laughs> I am fucking sorry. I don't know if it's the technology at the time, which I kind of think it might be. It can't be. All these other movies like, had good songs. 
Snow White was made in 1929 or something. As the song sounds fine. That's fair. Her voice was shit. Is whiny, and I mean the walrus, walrus, the walrus and the carpenter is a creepy fucking song. Go listen to it. It's creepy. I haven't seen Alice in Wonderland in a really long time and don't remember any of the songs from whenever they're, the last time I saw it is. But yeah, I, I they're agree. brutally bad. Or sidekick. Is it my turn again? Yeah, you go first. Iago, Iago. Okay. From Aladdin. Fuck that dude. This is what I had this verbatim in my notes. I'll read this for you guys so you understand my frustration. This fucking bird is the most annoying creature on the face of the earth. He can steal a lamp, but motherfucker is a useless cracker-eating bitch when the chips are down, doesn't even have hands, and is a shit-talking dickhead to boot. Yeah, but in live action, he grows into a giant bird. I didn't get that far. I stopped watching it after about 45 seconds. Well, the first song and a half. Well, so it lost me a little bit. I'll I'll agree with you because it lost me a little bit in Aladdin's first song, One Jump, which again, one of my favorite songs on the soundtrack. The the direction, it's a a Guy Ritchie movie and he does this thing where he speeds up the people walking in different times. See? I fucking knew it, dude. It didn't match how the song sounded. Like he, the the song was being performed fine, but he was doing all this weird stuff with the actual action of the scene, of speeding up and slowing down Aladdin and the guards and whoever. It it just was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. That's honestly what threw me immediately. I was looking at my wife like, honey, I'm pretty sure. Like, look at him. There's something He's wrong. He's moving with it. super yeah. fast. And if I wasn't watching it fast. in the movie theater, I would have seriously thought there was something wrong with it. I rewound it a couple times, and I was just like, see, see, and then we turned it off because. That's fair. When I start yelling C, C at the TV, there's a problem. I understand that. Uh, yeah, Iago, so not only is Iago shitty in the first movie, but the, the two straight-to-video sequels, he just plays both sides of the fence throughout both of them. He's just like, oh, I'm, I want to be friends with Aladdin now because Jafar's dead. Oh, wait, Jafar's back? I'll go back with him. Yeah, Jafar's dead again, back with Aladdin. And then it happens again in the third movie. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with Aladdin now. Oh shit, the King of Thieves? I'm down with that guy. Yeah. Just Let's flip floppers. I'm hella annoying, but if you can get past that, I might get you a lamp. I agree. Maybe. Fuck Iago. Uh, yeah, fuck my it. pick was The Seven Dwarves. All fucking seven of them. From Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Ooh, shots fired. Each one has, you get one personality trait, and that's all they are. And most of those personality traits are just a stupid joke anyway. Not having it. Even if you combined all seven into one sidekick, I still don't think it would be a fun person. No, they'd be so pronounced. Be like a manic depressive person who forgot yeah. to take their medicine. Yeah. Not a fan of the seven. I don't like Snow White that much. It's not a very yeah, good movie. I, yeah, not really a fan either. Worst plot. This one's mine. I go first. Uh, it's Zootopia. And it's a little bit of a caveat here because the the detective plot where they're discovering why the animals are going savage or whatever is actually pretty engrossing and and fun to follow along. The problem I have with this movie is that it tries to hold a mirror to our own society and the uh, racial strife within our own society, I would say. But it continuously gets confused within its own metaphors. We don't actually know who exactly are supposed to be the minorities, predators, or prey in this world and why they're the minorities. Um, And then it kind of flip-flops back and forth every 12 minutes or so. It usually just in an attempt to make a cheap, quote-unquote, adult humor-type joke. And, like, 
almost 100% of the time that joke misses its mark because like the scene before the other person or the other animal was the minority but now in this scene this animal is the minority so they can get off this stupid joke um it, it all just leads to a muddled message that could have actually been a really good and unique way to portray the struggles of minorities in the real world to kids who would otherwise have a difficult time understanding it but instead it muddles everything together i feel like they spent this sounds terrible but too much time trying to go after every minority group like you said that you you couldn't necessarily tell who was the minority everybody's a minority at one time or another and it, it it just can't be that way it doesn't make sense if you do that Wait, I, you just can't give it the what the, the is thought. warranted for such a heavy situation. Right, it's it's not thought provoking enough when the 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 oppressed uh, the species changes every five minutes, and usually the payoff is a bad joke. Yeah, I've got a bad. I've got problems there. with Zootopia. I see. I had it in the background. I thought it was a decent movie. It's. It's good. There are some funny parts. There, like the the voice acting is great. Uh, like I said, the detective, like them actually solving the central mystery, is a lot of fun. I just have a problem with that, and and they don't do a good enough job at that. And they could have if they tried, and instead they just threw a bunch of shit at the wall. That happens a lot, though. Yeah, it does. So yeah, that's fair. What did you have? Boom, uh, Fantasia, two thousand. Does I that know, even have a plot? What's that? Does it even have a plot? Uh, that's kind of my point. Nice. <laughs> Worst plot? I mean, it's barely, maybe? It's a string of nonsensical videos that are trippy as shit. Some of those songs based bang, on... Dude, I mean, they're some of the most classic songs on the face of the earth. But the music video portions of it, or whatever you want to call it, the visualization of this shit, super Very duper strange. odd. And the fact it's done through Disney characters is even odder. I like yeah, Sorcerer Mickey Worst just plot. fine. I mean, he's a, he's a straight mascot still. I mean, every capacity, Mickey is a mascot. I've got a... At, at the parks, you can build... Like, you can build big droids now that they open the Star Wars park, but before you could just build, like, little R2-D2-type droids. I've got mm-hmm. one with the, the Mickey Sorcerer's hat. That's pretty dope. But it's just, like... Nice. It's, like, three inches tall. How much did you pay for that hat? Like, 14 bucks? Well, you, it, it's just a, it's almost like Legos. It's just a bunch of shit in like six different piles. Like you pick which legs you want, you pick which body, you pick a head, and then you can pick like a topper. Um, mm-hmm. The whole thing was probably 15 bucks. That ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Not at Disney. Deals on wheels. All right. So worst villain, what do you got? Uh, I'm going back to Frozen. I'm choosing Hans. Prince Hans of the Southern Isles. Yes. Fuck that Dude. guy. He is a major dick. He's I awful. Mean, he's smart, and on paper, he's a good villain. He's not, though. He's generic as shit, man. He fucks over the nice girl, tries to kill her sister, turn everyone against her, and takes power her for himself. And to, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier. Hans, this dickhead, is like the seventh son in line. He'll never have power of his 13th own. 13th son. 13th, okay. Yeah. Even worse. So he's rich as fuck. He can do whatever he wants. He could literally disappear and fuck off to the other side of the world, have everything paid for. And could become Batman. To the fullest. Just become Batman. He could Batman. be fucking Batman. But instead, he tries to take power because power is intoxicating, I guess. And he tries to take power over a kingdom that's cold as balls. 
get out of here with that shit. I mean, it, it shouldn't have been cold as balls, to be fair. Uh, and he thought that if he killed Elsa, that the magic would, would go away. But here's my problem with him. It, it's it's his motivation. He he can't get his own motivation straight. You, you can tell that him being the villain was kind of just tacked on at the end of this process because they changed what they originally wanted. It, originally, Elsa was supposed to be the villain. Um, it was changed late in the process. This would have been a much better movie had she just been the villain. Um, what the writer said is once they got um the the like the lyrics for the let and the melody for let it go they started changing their minds because they started thinking of they started framing it in their minds differently of think of how lonely and isolated she would be all that time cutting herself off from her family and you know maybe that's not the best path for a villain um but i think let it go is a much cooler song if she's like that's when she's breaking bad right She's legitimately breaking bad and being like, no, fuck this shit. I'm going to kill everybody. I'm letting my power go. I've held it in for too long, you know? Um, you I would use that, that term in a Disney movie framing. I fucking love it. She goes full Daenerys. Yeah. Um, I, I I personally would like to see that. I don't think it would have worked for children. Uh, no. no. But it, it would have been a much... It, so at that point they change it and now Hans has to be the bad guy all of a sudden and like it just his to me his villainous plot never actually made any sense if you try and follow it step by step of I'm gonna make the sister fall in love with me and I'll marry her and then wait till the older sister get rid of her somehow I don't know it doesn't matter oh but now the older sister she's a magical witch so i can easily get people to turn on her so that'll be easy now let me kill the younger sister it it didn't make sense and early in the movie he to me he legitimately was interested in anna like i i think that love is an open door song was legitimate heartfelt feelings that's my opinion on it i i think he was faking that shit i don't think so watch it again I, I anyway it doesn't matter fuck Prince Hans he's all he's fucking awful I'm glad so we agreed on both villains that's good I like it alright we see eye to eye on what villains it should be and should not be it's cause we know the business do you have anything else to say about Disney movies I have nothing else to say about Disney movies neither do I thank you for listening thank you to our disney experts for joining and giving their great opinions and uh, you can always check us out on twitter at apa something at alone underscore podcast we have a patreon patreon.com slash a podcast about something it's there uh, we haven't updated it in a while but if we get some more patrons we may we may if, if so people pay us then we would do it but nobody's paying us so we're not going to do it it's kind give of, us a kind dollar of whole thing. yeah give it's us a dollar a month that's not that much for the cost of a cup of coffee an hour, you could get exclusive content <laughs> from us. Vague office reference. I love yes. it. Uh, also, uh, we've got merch. It's cool. At tpublic.com. Just search for a podcast about something or tpublic.com slash APA something. Uh, all kinds of cool stuff. You can get you can get masks. Keep that corona out your grill. You can get fucking masks now? Yeah, I got one. I haven't worn it yet. I have, I have no different shit. masks that I wear. Yeah. Fucking about to. So anyway, check all that stuff out. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes because it's not that hard. Click five stars. Well, it helps us out a ton. And yeah. Love it. Much Follow us on Twitter. Tell your friends. Send them a text. Say, hey, these guys got opinions on Disney movies. They're weird. 
but they're right. And it's, it's explicit content. Yes. So. Warn them. Don't listen to this with your kids. And as always, thank you to those cats for providing all the music for a podcast about something. You guys stay safe. Stay blessed.